0: I love them! I don't care what anybody thinks! I love the Beatles for them and I'll always love them! Even when I'm 105 and an old grandmother, i love them!
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the She Loves You podcast, the podcast where we talk about the incredible women in the Beatles' lives. Everyone's from the wives, the girlfriends, the groupies, the alleged affairs, the friends, the colleagues, and so forth. So any woman who has impacted the Beatles in any way, we love to talk about them. So I am so excited for today's episode, you guys. Um, As you all know, and I've said this before on the podcast, I had the chance to go see This Girl, which is the play about Cynthia Lennon, about two years ago in Liverpool, and And I I haven't spoken about it fully on the podcast, uh, which I probably will do you know, in the future. But I had the amazing opportunity to go see it. And the great thing is, is it's back at the Hope Street Theater in Nove- November. So in like, you know, a couple of weeks, it's, you know, coming really, really soon. And I have the immense pleasure of having Jesse and Mark, who are playing Cynthia and John, um, in this amazing show that talks about uh, their early romance and sort of the life that they shared together. And it's, it's such a wonderful uh, show that, that shows like the love that they just had for each other. And, um, it also really brings Cynthia's story to light, which I think is very much important. Um, you know, in every time that we can mention her, it's just wonderful. So I have them here on the show. So say hi
0: guys. Hello, everyone, Hi. and thank you so much for asking us to be on your podcast. It's an like an absolute I've,
2: pleasure. Yeah,
0: I've, I've been listening to your podcast for a while now. Really? Oh, my Yeah, while I've been studying Cynthia, because obviously you've, you've come up with such a great series, so I was like, you know, to get a, a better insight into everything and
2: you
1: know oh, yay. Oh, that, that that really means a lot Thank you Thank you so much Um, Yeah And I'm just so happy To have you guys on here I mean like Just to be able to talk To someone that's actually Portraying these real people I think is oh, yeah? It's great It's great Because uh, There's a lot of like Beetle movies And Beetle like You know Biopics and all that And it's just You know I've never Obviously I'm not at the stature Where I could talk to all these Like great famous actors That we know of In like movies But I'm talking to Two great actors That I'm sure will be You know more known in the future so it's great Aww. to kind of get this opportunity <laughs> so um yeah i just wanted to let you introduce yourselves a little bit and um who you are and what you do
2: basically
0: yeah so uh, my name is jesse turton i am an actress based in manchester um so i heard about the show through mike howell who uh, directed and wrote it last time and he asked me to audition for for the role of Cynthia and stuff. And yeah, I auditioned, I think it was back in 2000 and and yeah, mid 2020. And since then, yeah, I've had the joy of uh, joining an amazing cast and and working with with Mike on this great show. So yeah,
3: that's me. Yeah, Uh, my name is Mark Reza, and I am a singer, guitarist and actor from Liverpool. And I found out about this play through Frankie Connor, the musical director, and also a one of the presenters on BBC Radio Merseyside. Uh, and at the time, I was actually playing John John Lennon in a Beatles tribute band, and that's how I got spotted. Uh, and fortunately for me, he was looking for, you know, a young lad to play John Lennon. And obviously, he came to me, and here we are.
2: Yes, we
1: made it. <laughs> that's, no, that's awesome, seriously. <laughs> um, I guess it was sort of the talk of the town in liverpool it must have been going around like when it first premiered and there was probably you know like people saying oh it's so great so you guys probably knew about it
3: you know definitely was massive in the world and you know obviously the fact that they come from liverpool and this was a play you know about obviously john lennon's john lennon's wife it's it's really
0: nice that we can kind of see it from her perspective because Mm -hmm. obviously like there's been so much stuff going on uh, so many plays, so many films and stuff about about John. So it's just so lovely um, to pay tribute to such a remarkable lady. It's, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah,
3: everybody's heard the Beatles side of things, and now we're going to take a look into uh, well, you know, take a look at Cynthia's side of the story. Mm-hmm
1: definitely, which I've always said is like so important. I think particularly Absolutely. her her story in Beatles history is very overlooked, which is like kind of insane to me. Like I don't, you know, because she pretty much lived through Beatles history. If, if there was one person, I think that was a constant, it was her, you know? So yeah. yeah so I think it's definitely great that um, this play is able to like really shine a light on her and her significance in John's life and the Beatles as well. Um, so you've mentioned how you all heard about the project. Um, so I guess, what was the thing that made you really want to take on this project? The one thing that made you super passionate about it?
3: Then
2: I'll,
3: yeah, I'll <laughs> uh, so the reason why I wanted to do it was because I, you know, I'm, I'm just a musician from Liverpool and I've never actually done any acting before. Mm. Uh, and obviously I was given, I was given the chance to do it. And you know, it's, it's an amazing opportunity um But I've got my dad there, who was able to help me with it, and I thought, you know, I've never done any acting before, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens and see how it goes. And you know right. what, I've absolutely loved it, and the cast the cast is brilliant. And, yeah, we um, all get on. <laughs>
2: <'cause>
1: I, <laughs> we get on. We, oh God, yeah. we all get on. Like, That's good because that can be rare sometimes. <laughs> exactly.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the rest, the history from then, and I'm really glad I uh, took this opportunity.
0: Yeah, and I guess with me. Um, really interesting story actually so when i initially auditioned for this show i i was just like you know it sounded like a really exciting project because obviously i i'm really into kind of the musical side of things and they were like yeah we're going to make it more musical rather than like previously where it was Mm -hmm. a bit more kind of play like they played kind of bit the music but obviously this time they wanted Uh, Cynthia and John and all the other characters to kind of actually actively sing in the show and That's awesome, yeah Yeah. It's got
3: loads of songs in it, not it? Yeah, I mean it makes sense
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, it is a musical so you know you definitely want more of like the whole like bursting into song type thing definitely
0: (laughs) Um, So I was really excited about that so I auditioned and when I auditioned I actually told my my family about it and I, I was sat one day in like the back garden of my my grandparents house and my i said to my uh, grandparents i was like oh yeah i've just auditioned for this show and they were like oh what is it about so i was like yeah it's, it's about the beatles this that and the other <laughs> and, like, and cynthia lennon and my granddad just turned to me and was like cynthia cynthia lennon i was like yeah he was like i've got a fun story for you oh, i was like what <laughs>
2: that's amazing so,
0: apparently according to my my grandfather who unfortunately has now passed away but he told me before he passed that um that my great aunt uh who was called Lillian not mother but <laughs> not mother of son, but right right, right. Uh, yeah my great aunt Lillian had associations with Cynthia because she used to do she used to be like the president of the hair society so she used to do all sorts of Aww. famous people's hair and stuff like that and yeah she she'd grown to know uh, Cynthia in the process and she actually became quite fond friends with her Um, so one thing led to another they used to like exchange letters and things like that Um, I'm still trying to find these letters that they're, they're hidden somewhere right right you gotta
1: find those gotta find them
0: <laughs> just finding them um yeah so I um when 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 uh, obviously when John and her we're having a bit of a tough time and she went away and she, um, you know, took, took some time away for a while and then came back. And then they had that kind of quite messy divorce. Um, my great aunt actually, it it was said that a couple of weeks, um, when they said, yeah, we're going to have the divorce, that uh, my great aunt was actually contacted by her, like over the phone. They used to talk a lot on the phone. Um, Yeah, she just rang her up and was like, I don't know what to do. I'm really lost. I don't don't really think. And she was just like, let them over for a week. So she stayed with her for a week. I was like, I said to my granddad, I was like, you're telling me this story now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just auditioned for the show, and I'm the show now yeah. because. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well,
1: I now. Yeah. Wow. So. I mean, yeah, definitely. If, if anyone yeah. was going to play her, it should be you. I mean, you have that like insane yeah. connection. Wow, yeah. and I think ha- things happen for a reason. Honestly, this was sort of meant to be. Really, that's oh, incredible, is, though. Yeah. I
0: think it was fake. Yeah. Well, I, that's the muscle that I
3: matter, but, like, always run on. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah definitely but I was
0: just so mind blown out of all the people that they said and you know I trust my granddad you know he he, he told the truth and nothing but the truth right, like, right, right exactly usually when people are like oh yeah she knew it, she knew this she knew that eh, like it's kind really, of like really yeah something. um but yeah it was really really eye-opening and since that that kind of statement I was just like well, I better get it out. I hope I it. <laughs> yeah, justice, you know. Got to make yeah. my
1: granddad proud, basically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: that's amazing, right. though. Um, I, and I guess I don't know. Maybe I, when I went to Liverpool, I got the feeling of it being like such a not a small town because it's pretty big when you actually like think about it. But I guess everybody just knew each other. You know, like that was sort of the thing. You yeah. know, especially back then. Cool. You know, I get that vibe from it. So I mean, it, it's no surprise, I guess, that you're you know you have that connection with Cynthia in like some way so
2: yeah it's
1: definitely definitely interesting
0: definitely and I guess as well like when it came to the um like the cavern and stuff because obviously yeah. you, you have connections with the people at the cavern anyway don't you uh, yeah we,
3: I've gigged a few times yeah you've, the you've
0: actually performed at the cap. well I mean we've both performed at the cavern now yes. but, <laughs> but you've you've performed more times haven't you and you've yeah I you think kind about of three, three, now
3: four, four times. That's John. As as John, Lee, yeah. <laughs> right? As John, <laughs> yeah, pet in the black tail, neck and that can be Oh my
1: God! I'm just oh. so into the character, I love it. I love it. Yeah. No, you guys were great. I saw the video. It was so good. You guys were Aww, awesome. Thank you. awesome. 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 <laughs> um, awesome. Okay. So, um, were you guys big Beatles fans for all of this? I mean, like, I'm assuming everybody in Liverpool's a Beatles fan, but were you like really big Beatles fans? Are we kind of like, oh, I like them, but I wouldn't say well, I'm like a so, huge fan? Any
3: story with me? Do you want to go first? No, so
0: you.
3: <laughs> So when when I joined the Beatles tribute band, I think I think I must have been about sixteen, seventeen at the time, um, and the opportunity come about. You know, it was just like, listen, you know, I've heard that you're a musician. You know, would you be interested in joining the Beatles band? Of course, I just like the Beatles. Oh yeah, you know, it's like John Lennon and Paul McCartney. So <laughs> yeah, I, just
1: just that, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I didn't have a clue. Obviously, you know, I've cousin named a few Beatles tunes. It probably because I said, uh, you know, oh, you know, I want to hold your hand or help or you know, one one of those you know type of ones." But uh, mm-hmm. no, I I really didn't have a clue who the Beatles were. And obviously, I thought, yeah, do you know what, we'll I'll join the band. And uh, that's that's when I sort of become like massively obsessed with the Beatles. Uh, and we were gigging all over the place, and you know, we were doing all like the hits, you know, all the songs yeah. that everybody knows. Uh, we we were going out. Obviously, me, me hair's long now, but at the time I used to have a mop top. You know, yeah. cut, like into the turtleneck and the side Love and, it,
1: love it. Uh,
3: <laughs> so honestly, God, since since then, uh, I must know like every Beatles song now, and that that's how it all sort of come out with me. But I guess, I guess maybe about three years ago, that's probably like when I properly properly got into them. Mm. Uh, I don't know about you. If you've always been into them or it's sort of been a
2: yeah. <laughs> well, I.
0: I think it was just after the show, really. Like I knew of yeah. the Beatles because mm-hmm. I think everyone in the UK kind oh, yeah. of—it's kind of like our culture in a way, isn't it? Mm. But it's kind of ingrained you're anyway. Probably, They're like, oh yeah, we've heard that song. You're from Liverpool,
3: you know the Beatles, it, it's <laughs> yeah, well, right? basically. Well,
0: the yeah. I'm, I'm not even from Liverpool. I'm from Manchester, actually, actually, so it's yeah. like oh, I, you have got
3: an excuse on your. Yeah, it.
0: I've got an excuse. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> no uh, no excuse for me yeah
0: so i i since i um auditioned and i got the role of cynthia i've read her book um don and since then i was like oh like i had this like kind of thing when i was like studying a character like li- reading the book but also listening to all the beatles tunes of like the time between like the 1960s to like, the end of the 1960s, around 1969, like, when, near where they, like, broke off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That messiness there. So I was like, you know, just for a bit of research, and then I was like... I wouldn't stop listening to it. And I was like, actually, I'm yes. probably sticking this music. <laughs> like it's right,
1: really- right. Cause you don't think you're good, you're like, oh, well, you know, it's the Beatles, everyone likes them. They're so, you know, whatever. But then you really start to like listen to these songs and you're like, they're so good. Like, how you know, how did yeah. I go this yeah. long without they
3: always, listening? You know, they always think about the, you know, like the main ones, the hits but It's mm-hmm. when you actually go go into some of the, you know, the more obscure stuff and you're like oh, definitely.
1: That yeah. was that was my experience. I really? I grew up listening to them. I like yeah. I think since I was like literally like two I knew I want to hold your hand like I knew those songs like everybody right but I didn't really properly start to listen to them until I was like 13 and I heard I am the walrus for the first time and that was that oh, was it for me Huge, yeah yes. because you know I didn't think I was like oh so these guys don't just sing about wanting to hold your hand like there's more that they <laughs> sing about you know
3: yeah, so like yellow right straight, exactly they're, they're again I
1: had no idea what they were saying at 13 and then later I figured it out out, but you know, it was great. It was great to just oh, like, I, know. I, I
3: got a song on a gig once and trying to remember the lyrics. <laughs> 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 yeah, Corporation t shit, stupid bloody Tuesdays, right? You know, right, phone and all stuff like that. No there. wonder,
1: and, no wonder they didn't do it live because he would never have oh. uh, remembered it. I know it, <laughs> um, but, but I guess like going into that. Um. So, I'm assuming, did you guys know a lot about Cynthia and John's story before like properly getting into these roles, or was it sort of a mystery to you guys?
3: I'd say. I'd say I knew a lot about John because mm-hmm. obviously that was like the role I was portraying. So I did I have to do a lot of research on him, and I had to watch, you know, all the videos, interviews. um But I won't say I knew a lot about Cynthia.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: No. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. Definitely John, but no, no, not no. Cynthia. Yeah, I didn't, I
0: didn't know a lot at all because, yeah, I feel like she's just not she hadn't been mentioned as as much as John like
3: because everyone remembers Yoko don't they yeah. because obviously no, she, the she was the I knew about
0: Yoko didn't know about Cynthia <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I <laughs> that's that's
1: kind of a, a sort of common theme is you know people yeah. always say oh John's wife Yoko but it's like no no, no he was he was <laughs> married before you know like he had a whole life before you know which no one really talks about or thinks about yeah, Yoko
3: was obviously the one that changed them to you know, because obviously, when when it, when they were in like the earlier days, and he was with Cynthia, Cynthia, that's when obviously you know they were all all happy and you know they were just like lads having fun and then mm. it's just he went down this like dark route of you know drugs and yeah you know, i
1: mean i, I definitely think dr- i've always said like drugs had a big change in john you know even before yoga the, the idea of like lsd really b- coming into play and and
3: oh, God, you know yeah. like just, it,
1: it changed everything really and fame yeah. and fame i i always say fame is the one also thing that just oh, yeah, famous, changed
3: yeah it all for them you realised that he had something didn't he? and that's when it absolutely, you know, they started going places and they realized, you know, obviously, it was, you know, Brian Epstein always said, look, these are going to, like, be bigger than Elvis. And, yeah. Right, uh, right. Just...
1: And, and I feel like how, I don't know, like, I guess you're portraying her, so you must, like, be like, oh, my God, how did she deal with that? You know, like, the idea that, like, oh, my God, my husband's going to be the biggest thing in the world, but I'm also kind of losing him at the same time, you know? That must have been crazy.
0: The whole weight of, um, I noticed this in the scenes, like, there's certain scenes mm. where, uh, like, with Brian, where... He's like, you know, the whole thing around their marriage being a secret and everything like yes. that was such obviously a... obviously, the
3: young girls, because, you know, yeah. as far as they were concerned, John was a single man and, like, they had Definitely. a chance with yeah. you know, they didn't, uh, so that's, that's why they had to keep it on the down low, because, obviously you'd lose fans wouldn't you You know it's like all the Beatles are all mad yeah and I mean
1: it's sort of a thing I think she even said in an interview if I can remember she said like you know back then if you were famous or in the public eye you didn't talk about your personal life I mean that was off limits you know you just didn't yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, definitely yeah Uh, yeah, no I mean it's it's just crazy how it all just happened in such a fast-paced time when you think about it also it was only like Five years or something like that that it all just changed so
2: it's That's just smart, yeah
0: it makes you think as well how young they were when it mm, all happened as well because yeah. they were what they they met when they were like 18 or something yeah 17?
2: john
1: was john was 17 yeah, <laughs> john was 17, john
3: was 17. <laughs> it was, about was 10 years because yeah. people think that you were going for like a lot longer but yeah they were you know they went through the 60s and obviously broke up and you know Johnny. obviously only made it to 40 because you mm-hmm. think you know when you think about john you know you sort of like th- think of him a lot older than what he actually was but he was born yeah. in 1940 and obviously was you know got yeah. shot in uh, in 1980 so he wasn't really wasn't old no yeah.
1: he wasn't uh but yeah no and it's they were kids basically when this all happened is how i like to yeah. think of it um you but yeah um so i guess another question i have is uh how I mean, I guess, as actors, you know this is kind of a question you always think about, but how does it feel to play real people that actually existed at one point, and you kind of have that like i on your shoulders like these are real people, you know
3: yeah, it's a lot of pressure <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I- it's 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 with me because. Obviously, because, once again, because of the Beatles band, it's like I had to act on stage. You know, I had to totally you know, say all like these John quotes. You know, like you know, for the people in the cheaper seats, clap your hands. And I had to obviously be like, that <laughs> yeah. Well. So obviously, can tell <laughs> you, oh, you practice. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah you know, I can tell. I can tell.
3: Just, just clap your hands, you know, like the nasal as well. So
1: <laughs> yes,
3: it's obviously playing playing the role of John. It's uh, it's not as if it's like new to me. I've had to, obviously you know I've had to learn the lines and everything. But in yeah. terms of just being John and acting, and you know, like when when we're acting, you know, I'll I'll be doing like stupid things, were not I? And yeah. you know, you've got you know, Spencer. <laughs> you know, what you're to him. You know, he's stupid. Mm-hmm. He's this, and I'm like messing around in the background. And mm-hmm. but now, um, obviously getting into characters, like you know, when when I'll obviously be on that stage, it's like I I am John Lennon. I'm I'm not you know, Matt right. Reed, you're and, John. I'm, you know, obviously, you are you you're, you're Cynthia Lennon. You know, yeah. you're not Jess. It's like you yeah. know, you've got you've got to tell yourself I am that character. So. Yeah you know because obviously if you don't believe you know you're that character you know you can't expect the audience to so uh
2: yeah
3: yeah you've got to genuinely believe that you are that person you are living in the 60s yeah
0: i think there's a lot of pressure because obviously there's (laughs) i don't know about you but like the, the the fans of the beatles are so passionate and and like I just feel like you need to take like a role like Cynthia and a role like John so delicately because it yeah. means so much to so many people.
2: Oh, it does, yeah.
0: And you just need to, yeah, just taking the time to actually look into who they were as people when they were alive and and how much that meant to people. Because
2: like, we've got to give off so like
3: that impression of you know this is what it was like between John and Cynthia because you yeah. know you start making up things that are. You know aren't true and Mm. you know we we basically just want to show to people this this is what it was like yeah Mm. and obviously there's been a lot of research that's went into it you know through Mike hasn't there
0: yeah Mike's done a lot like I I don't know whether Mike uh, has kind of showed this online or anything but he um he actually met up with a lot of Cynthia's old friends yeah in the Lake District he went down to somewhere down south um with her, her late husband as well, didn't, didn't he?
3: Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, swear,
0: I swear he did. But he did all that as research mm. just to see. And out of all of the people came back to him and said that she was she was the most loveliest person that they'd met. And I was like,
2: wow. I was like that's so yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's sort of a trend I, I found. So good, well, no. Yeah.
1: That's sort of a trend I found. Everybody that has ever spoken about her or, like, you know, just talked to her or in Beatles books, whatever oh, yeah. it may be, documentaries, they will always just say she was the sweetest, loveliest, yeah, most... She
3: was a genuine soul. Genuine
1: so. soul of a person. And, yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> Look at scenes where... <laughs> It's like, yeah, John. Like she turns up and, and John and Yoko are, are both there in in Cynthia's dressing gown, and she's just
3: pretending
0: right. to be absolutely unfazed to show John that she's just not, you know.
3: Oh, you can tell that. Not showing. Storylines. I was
0: just like, that must have been so, so difficult for yeah. such a young woman to do. And there's so oh, many God, scenarios yeah. like that, like so many scenes that I've just been like. How on earth did you cope,
1: Sin? Like, how on earth did you? I I honestly don't know. Like, reading her book, I just go, I would have like thrown them both out. I would have like, you know, like said, you know, we're done. But she just, yeah. But she just. I think it's because I don't know. Maybe it's like the mother instinct in her as well. You know, she realized it's it's not just me. It's Julian as well. It's you know, it's our family.
3: Yeah, she's probably done it. Yeah. uh, Maybe just a source.
0: Oh, Julian of... was such a, a big part of the life,
2: though. Wasn't yeah. He? Definitely,
1: definitely. I think he was the, the most important man in her life. I always like to say, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Oh,
2: definitely. You're right, though. You're yeah,
1: right. definitely. Um, But I guess it's also that burden of like, you're not just playing someone that existed, because it's one thing to play someone that existed, right? Like, you know, okay, we know people. Oh, sure. I'm going to play this person. They were real. But it's someone in the Beatles circle and a Beatle, you know, like you're playing these super important people. And like you said, the fans can get so passionate about it. If you get it wrong, it's like, ooh, you know, you're done for.
3: (laughs) Oh, God, that's why everything's got to be, you know, exact, doesn't it? Literally down down to the costumes Mm -hmm. as well. It's like one of the jackets that I've got is, you know, the perfect jacket. But John has a bit of a like black velvet type material around yeah the yeah, yeah that's what, you, know, you've, you you've just sit there know you're like it's got to be perfect it's like, you, know, you've got to have, you know this is <laughs> this the, the jacket that's on so it's it's got to be right I'm uh, but that, that, that's the beauty of the play everything is exact and you know we you know we are we've been working hard to get everything uh yeah. you know correct for uh, obviously that time you know all the costs yeah
1: and that's great because i'm like a stickler for facts i'm like it's got to be yeah. factual it cannot be contrived because i've i think that's sort of the kind of I love bio movies and I love bio series but I also hate them because most of the time they get it so wrong to the point where you're like okay well this is just fake you know and again it's movies and all that but I think I think the good thing with the plays you have more um, room to kind of like
0: be it able created. to
1: yeah, to tell more. You know yeah. what I mean? I think you have that like ability versus like a movie where it's you have to, you know, really shorten it and make sure it's that's the I, thing about me you know.
3: because I've also got like John's humor anyway. So you know if I do sort to go off script, it's like takes
0: right.
3: all the time. It just goes on i like,
0: yeah, that's John. Like, but that's
3: that's so
1: in character though. It like totally works because yeah. you know John would never want to know I mean besides a hard day's night but he wouldn't want to do a script you know he, he would just oh, do whatever he wanted
3: <laughs> <Not at all. laughs> no no he just that, that, that is the good thing about you know So are sort of forget me lines whatever just think, you know what would what john mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. do here or not even what i because yeah. whatever i do it sort of comes across as like like what john does isn't yeah it?
0: and i think as well like when it comes back to like what you were saying before about biopics and stuff like that when it comes to like a play that someone's wrote as well like with mike he's had that creative Uh, freedom to to kind of play on certain aspects of Cynthia's life like he's taken like all of this truthful research and then he's he's put it in a play where he can tastefully do those but also kind of intersperse it with the more kind of emotional kind of play on the emotion side of it the human side of it but also yeah have it a bit more kind of emotional human that everyone can relate to as well as it being kind of like even though it's not so technically it isn't like a biopic is that what it's called a biopic a uh,
1: biopic yeah I mean, biopic yeah, yeah
0: yeah you can say yeah, like a bio I mean,
1: movie biopic yeah one of the two. yeah he
0: kept on saying to me he was like it's not a biopic <laughs> i was like <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> just like you can you can do this that and the other but yeah like the the core of it is is the 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 journey is truthful but the the dramatization around it some of it can be through our creative kind of input into it as well, okay. yeah. But we try and be as truthful as we can to which, and, yeah. and respectful as we can to the characters, which is
1: nice, really. De- definitely, definitely. Which is uh, always nice, I think, about a play, a good old-fashioned play, is that you're able to. It's not the same every night, you know, so you can sort of be different with your. Uh, portrayal of it but yet still very truthful i think is like the good thing about that um oh man i wish i was seeing you guys i just want to see what you do with the Aww, characters <laughs> I, I, just, I know i, I need a teleport fun. machine just teleport <laughs> no, me over there to the
0: States and
1: then we do can come and do
2: tour. a tour <laughs> oh my
1: god oh the cynthia lennon tour that'd be great i love that um yes. so um well, I know you kind of mentioned that the way you kind of get into being John and Cynthia, but like what were some specific things that you did to really get into character, like in terms of maybe your hair or like outfits or like really kind of becoming yeah. those people?
3: Like the, the, what what you wear wearing definitely does make an impact because, you know, obviously we'll turn up to rehearsals and our clothes and everything, but... When, uh, when we uh, shot the the Prue movie down in Atta's pool. Because oh, obviously, because I, I was dressed up as John, it's like, that's what probably got me into character. And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I genuinely believe I am John. That's, you know, what what would he do? And, you know, even just even just down to like speaking like John as well and, you know, acting like him and, but I'd, I'd say the clues and the what clothes. you wear and play yeah. like a big part because it just gets you, you know, like you, you believe that you were there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um,
3: Yeah, Yeah, so I'd I'd probably say clues. That's that's the biggest one.
0: Yeah, I Uh, had. Well, I mean, I'm a natural brunette, so
1: (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't tell. I would not have known that. Seriously, really, you definitely look like a natural blonde.
2: So
0: (laughs) good, but yeah, I've been like literally over the past about yeah a year and a bit. I kind of said to myself, okay, no wigs, Jess. You're doing the Cynthia hair. Like, just just do it because it'll just help you. And I just did it like, I, I used to have quite long brunette hair, like down to here, <laughs> And yeah, like I'd never dyed my hair before. Like I've never kind of bleached it or anything like that. This was like my first time. And I think it's quite sweet because obviously, S- Cynthia was a natural brunette as well. And she yeah. she took like inspiration because obviously John fancied Brid- Bridget yeah. Bardot, Bardot.
2: And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: And like, she was like, well I'm just gonna go for it and that I did so I went for it and yeah and turned up with a, a crazy result and yeah I'm meant to be actually getting a haircut again in yeah. like not tomorrow day after uh, getting like proper Cynthia definitely like to the root and everything like and getting a specialist hairdresser to do it all like 60s style as well. Oh, so,
1: like, okay, yeah. Because I was gonna say you could like flip out the ends and do that mm-hmm. real sixties thing. So I was thinking go
0: going it. shorter. And then yeah, going,
1: yeah, 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 well. yeah. But you know, it totally <laughs> works. It gets you into the character. The idea that you actually definitely. dyed your hair, you know, definitely. <laughs> um, but I do, I do love that story. Her just like dyeing her hair and being like, "Yep, <laughs> I'm gonna get my man. It's gonna be great."
0: Then, one day, and we like this bright. I
1: know, I know. So I so it. great. So great. So great. Um, and I think that's kind of the great thing about this show as well is you don't just get kind of the Beatle years because I think people expect that like, oh, what was their marriage like during, you know, all the craziness, but you kind of get those before moments when they met and when they fell in love and the young love aspect of it all, I think is, it's it's my favorite era of theirs. It's my favorite era of theirs. It's like always been. So I love that this play does that so much. And I don't know if it's your favorite like period to do it in as well, but you
0: know. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite because oh, yes, like yes. there's some like kind of sweet young love innocence about yeah. it, which I really find really like heartwarming and everyone can relate to it as well. Like when you have your first love and it's like, it's yeah, just so, so sweet.
1: Yeah. Definitely, And that's
0: what you said as well, isn't it? Between me and Michaela, who plays the more mature Cynthia, you were saying there was such a significant dif- mm, difference yeah. between the both of our scenes. Oh yeah, wasn't there? there
3: is because it's you know it's obviously. Uh, you know the first half of the play and obviously it's me and Jess you know it is it is yeah. that sort of like young love and you know exciting and every time you see mm-hmm. each other you know it's just you know it's, that's just like what it's like when you're young but then I'm, uh, I'm also playing the older John um, with Michaela. Um and it's just weird because in those scenes that's obviously like when it becomes a lot more dark Mm. and you know he's been taking drugs you know obviously the Beatles have been like you know like an established band you know like one of the biggest bands or if not the biggest bands Uh, and it's sort of you know it's like it's went to his head now you know he's got loads of money more money than sense Uh, he's taking drugs and just the way I've got to portray his lines it's like he's just he's just not bothered anymore it's like Cynthia doesn't matter and it's yeah it's just the play just takes this turn but Yeah,
1: I remember, I remember when I saw it um, for the first time, the the significant change between, you know, like that early period, and then you get like, like, as you said, Mark, the sort of like drug era, as I like to call it, it's such a significant change. And I think that's the great thing about the show in general is like, you can definitely tell like, it just completely changed after you know a yeah. certain period and i think that's uh, you know very true to even reading like cynthia's book you get such a change you know because it's sort of the early days it's so much fun and it's like oh my gosh all this stuff is happening but then you're kind of getting to the drugs and you're like oh god like we just you know oh,
0: it's getting hefty <laughs> yeah. definitely
1: definitely
2: to
1: watch. definitely yeah. um I guess like mark was that like hard for you to kind of like go from being this like happy-go-lucky john lennon to the very like dark period of his life you know, was that, that hard
3: it is it is actually hard it's very challenging because there's been there uh, there's been a few things where you know i've been obviously i've been acting i've been delivering me lines and uh, the writer said, oh no you've, you've got to you know do it sort of more like this because i'm you know i'm just thinking you know i'm john lennon you know john was like this john was like that but uh, a lot of the time when he's speaking I've got to sort of stand there just like motionless because yeah. he's just mm-hmm. you know he's that sort of you know addicted to drugs he's just he's so, not what well, one of the lines in it is it's like John it's as if you're under a spell and that line always sticks because I think you know what it's right it's just he's not you know he's, he's not like the young yeah uh, like the young uh, quirky John Lennon anymore mm-hmm. he's just yeah. this like, it's weird, and he's just it's like
2: he lost himself.
3: Yeah, he? Like, and it's like when I'm saying these lines, it's you know, there's no there's no like affection or there's no emotion. It's just, blazed. it's like I'm just stood staring at like a brick wall, and I'm just yeah. saying this and this. And it's, it is, like, it is actually really hard to do, and it's been quite challenging because it's not normal. You know, I'm not that type of person.
1: Right, right. It's, just, it's really like, not. It. <laughs> it. The
0: happiest person
1: you'll
3: ever yeah. oh, like, meet. Awesome. You know, I've, I've just got to like, yeah switch it yeah. off and just like go really you know so it, it is actually very challenging yeah
1: yeah and it's it's sort of like i always say it's not as though john shouldn't have changed you know it you know people change in life you know you're not going to be the same person you were yeah. when you were like 20 and then versus 25 or whatever but it's just the fact that i think he was such into the drug thing that made it just terrible you know yeah. because he was so addicted oh, well. yeah uh that it just ruined everything around him in a lot of ways and i think you know from watching the play from what i remembered it definitely shows that um but yeah and i'm 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 assuming it'll for you guys as well like that'll be a significant change um but yeah no it's it's very well done the way it's done in the show and i think it's like perfect perfectly done in that aspect um so um I know this is a musical as you've mentioned before and it's kind of getting more songs as you've mentioned because I remember last time it it had some songs but I don't think it was as um, fully like you know developed in that sense Mm -hmm. Um, so what is the music like like what can we expect uh, when it comes to the music
3: very very 60s and they've been very carefully written these songs Um, literally even down to the uh, just like you know, you know, when like, they'd be singing a song and they'd, they'd say yeah, they used to say yeah quite a lot in the songs. Because <laughs> um, I've just, I've just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I've, uh, I've just recorded one of the songs and one of the things I missed out was the, uh, the Beatles going, yeah, type of thing. Uh, and I was just like, oh, could you re-record the song? But adding the yes yeah, because it, you know, it's very important, and it's right. like, a very, you know, Beatle thing to do. Um, so literally, this, the songs, you know, they're not Beatles songs, they've been specifically written for this play. But what are they like? You'd listen to them and you'd think, "Oh my God, that's that's a Beatles song." Mm. It's it's oh, like okay. almost as if it's like an unreleased Beatles song that they have released, yeah. but they've never released it. Uh, but the, the music's pretty spot on, to be honest. It's um, it's really good. It's
0: yeah. It, it's written by Frankie, but also is it
3: Billy uh, Billy, Billy Kinsley as well? Kinsley. So he, he was in the uh, he was in the Mersey Beats, <laughs> yeah. um, which were also like a big band in the sixties. Yeah. Uh, Billy Kinsley. I've I've known Billy since I was first born. He's he's you a good yeah. You? He's, he's
0: what? A big, Just bearing in mind. Billy Kinsley used to be managed by Brian Epstein. <gasps>
3: well, Billy, Billy,
0: I'm How <laughs> oh, do you know well, it? Well
3: Billy's Billy's nickname was is actually name? Billy but Billy McCartney because Billy and Paul McCartney were best mates.
2: Right, to be go. honest, I
3: like I'm not sure I if he's still in, in touch or not, but uh, th- there's pictures of them. Um and Billy's like a uh, close Aww. friend of me, Dad's so uh it, it is really cool. I've actually got a, a strap as well that he went on tour in the 60s. I, I've got the 60s uh, vintage strap that he took on all of them. Uh, but no, um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, so Frankie Connor and Billy Billy Kinsley, they, uh, they're the writers of the song. Yeah. Um, so I don't yeah. think I can
0: top that. To yeah,
1: I, I mean, you won,
3: Mark. You won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I
3: you know Billy, yeah with Paul McCartney. It's, you know, it's so big here, See,
1: that's what I'm saying. Everyone in Liverpool just knows each other. It's sort of like, it's going to um, happen. Yeah. You have a connection to the Beatles in one way or the other.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've, we've probably all got connections somewhere. You know, me, me, dad's, neighbors, friends, uncles, sisters. Yeah, cats. of course. <laughs> <laughs> of that.
0: But yeah, the music, um, going back to the music, we've also kind of been working a lot as a cast with Frankie, kind of going over songs. We've got such, such a great range of um uh, singers in our cast so obviously me and margie have some duets but we've also got uh holly um love lady she plays phyllis and astrid and she uh yeah she sings she's got a lovely beauty she's actually a songwriter herself she she writes her own songs um go listen to her stuff on spotify
1: <laughs> promo promo put the link in the description
0: <laughs> no she's great she, she's got a very Lovely, classical, kind of oh, yeah. sweet yeah. voice, uh, quite soprano-y. And then we've got another lovely girl called Abby Bush, and she she's got very rock and roll soul oh, yeah. kind very of deep rocky. voice it's yeah, great it's, it's great so voice. i've had the joy of working with them too we've got a lovely trio song together where we've got these like oh, full-on powerhouse harmonies
2: oh
3: it sounds very uh, angelic
0: we spent Rare. like hours on them <laughs> but we were literally yeah. like we've got to make sure that they all sound very yeah very of the time of the year it's not like you know, like stuff you listen to yeah, in modern day or anything, like spent so long. Tireless nights, but we oh,
3: we yeah. got that. We, we definitely got there, yeah.
2: Yeah, so, definitely.
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess um, I obviously you're playing John, so and we all kind of know what John's supposed to sound like. But um, for you, Jesse, uh, are, are Cynthia's songs more? I don't know, because I always imagine her having sort of more of like a sweet, little, lovely voice. Or is that kind of the feel you have with your songs, at least, or is it sort of just a mix of everything? I guess
0: it's kind of like it's a it's a mixture because obviously I've listened to a lot of her singing. Mm-hmm. Before. And she's got. I mean, she she wasn't very much like like how John was in terms of songwriting. She did do a few covers back in the day that I listened to, and she's got a lovely kind of a lovely kind of um alto kind of voice yeah. to her, hasn't she? So she she does have that like kind of sweet tune. But what Mike wanted when he auditioned me, which I was really um, intrigued about, because obviously Cynthia is such a sweet kind of uh, person and like you wouldn't think she'd be quite you know I don't know out there with a voice (laughs) but he wanted me to when I auditioned to to sing to belt and and do like a full-on kind of big kind of ballad belt kind of thing like musical theater belt yeah 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 yeah. nothing like Whitney Houston or anything like modern but um so for my audition I actually sang uh, a Silla black song and, oh okay. Um, yeah, yeah Silla. Yeah. A bit of Silla. Oh, yeah. um, definitely, <laughs> so, definitely. <laughs> yeah, so I I sang a bit of that, and I was like, and he was like, yeah, that's what I want. That's uh, kind of like the stuff. Like he wanted me to kind of belt it, but also, kind of still have that that kind of inkling of Cynthia in there. But I think he wanted the the music voice, the singing voice, to be a bit more of her internalization. Like kind of, boom, like this is my story. Kind of. Vibe, rather than being like,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, I'm kind of sweet, but yeah, this is me owning my story. Definitely, there's a there's a song that I sing right at the very end of Act One, after some things have happened. I'm not going to give away (laughs) (laughs) very sad things have happened. Mm -hmm.
2: Spoiler alert! Yeah, (laughs)
0: there's a there's yeah there's the um the song is called Just Watch Me Walk Away, and it's (gasps) Cynthia putting a foot down and saying yeah. You know what? I've had enough of this. I'm put. I'm standing up for myself. I'm standing up for my own rights as a mother. And yeah, it's it's just it's so lovely, but it's such a it's one of them graspy songs where it's like oh yes, yeah, definitely,
1: yes, definitely. And I think that's that's such a. I I think I remember seeing that as well in the first production. You know, mm-hmm. I I was I remember when I was. I went back to my hotel. I went back to London that night. I saw the show, and I had to go back to London because it was it was a quick trip. But I was in my hotel room, and I was like writing out a review that I was going to tell my friends because they were like, "Oh, we need to know what it was like." And I remember that moment. I remember where she was just like, "I'm done with this. Like, I'm putting my foot down." And I was like, "That is so powerful." Because I think a lot of people think that she's uh, kind of very meek and very like, you know, let John walk all over her, which
3: manipulative as well, wasn't he? Yeah
1: which is not true at all. And I was so happy that the play was able to show that she was actually much stronger than people give her credit for Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, And I'm glad that it's still in the show because I think it's super important. (laughs) Um, You know, because a a lot of these, even in Beatle like bio books, you get like, oh, you know, she was meek and John walked all over her and she let him control her. It's like, I mean not really I mean like we don't you know there's not that, that that can't possibly be true you know there has to be more to the story than we know so I'm glad that you know you're still doing that sort of um, portrayal of her definitely and that makes me happy to hear so we I'm very good. thankful of that <laughs> that must be a hard scene though to really like have to get into those emotions and be like I'm yeah. done with you
0: yeah there's there's a lot of kind of intense kind of moments where we've had to you know take our time with it especially when it goes into a song there's a song that he does as well during a a very significant scene yes yes (laughs) Yes. (laughs) he's like yep (laughs) none of the listeners would have seen that gesture but yeah (laughs) yeah definitely yeah you know but um yeah there's there's a lot of scenes where we have to take that the, the thing of that that moment and, and convert it into a song. And I think that's why it's become so much more prominent than music now oh, yeah. to, to help kind of guide her story and, and stuff. No, it
1: yeah, because I remember I, that was kind of the one thing I wish they had more of was more songs, you know, to kind of tell oh! the story. So, oh, so, <laughs> so I'm so happy that you're like telling me that. Um, have any more characters been introduced, or is it just sort of Astrid and Phyllis and
2: characters Or is, in? Or is yeah. it just?
0: I'm not quite sure. I think there's a lot of uh, there's a there's a few kind of more scenes. Okay. And I think it's involving the same characters. Um, but it's there's a there's a lot more kind of I guess the scenes that Mike has picked some of he's wrote some new ones in. Um.
3: Yeah, it's been changed. You know, we, even we've changed parts of it as well because you know, obviously Mike's mm. Mike's you know got like a good idea and uh, obviously you know we're all sorts of like you know like young and enthusiastic and we'd say actually on on that part you know this would like probably happen though.
2: Yeah. you know this would happen
3: so. We we've actually changed a few uh, a few of the speeds. yeah to be obviously like more suited.
0: And I think with Michaela as well, the old uh like you know the more, the more mature the, the older yeah. Cynthia, Leonard, she's uh yeah she's worked a lot on. She obviously she's kind of the guide of the play that kind of guides around yeah, all of all the, the stuff, and it's her looking back on her life. And there's so many scenes where she's kind of been very independent in the way that she's kind of. Uh, kind of converted that and done a monologue and stuff. She she wrote some of her monologues. She's like been able yeah. to work with Mike and she was oh, like, okay. like it would be like this and that and the other. And and Mike's been like, yeah, that's great. Just just go for it. And yeah, some of some of the stuff that she's come up with, I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's so it's so emotional. But she's she's worded it so perfectly. Um, when she's you know when she's doing them and she's she's wrote them and we've seen it in rehearsal. So I think it yeah. I think it's slowly, defi- definitely coming together in that sort of sense Like it's
2: really
1: helped. That's wonderful, that's wonderful. I also loved just the Hope Street Theatre in general, like the actual um, oh, stage. Yeah. I loved, not stage, but I guess the black box. Uh, is that a black box? I think it's sort of like a black yeah, box. Actually, but yeah. Kind yeah. of, it's sort of that sort of uh, type of stage type thing. And it's mm-hmm. very, if, for those of you that don't know what a black box is, it's sort of like actor speak. But um, it's a tiny... It's all black. It's basically just a tiny section and it, it it's not like a traditional musical where it's on Broadway or anything and you get like millions of people watching. It's very intimate. And I oh, loved yeah. that specifically about the show as well. Uh, do you find it's much easier to perform in a, in a sort of like venue like this where it's much more intimate, do you think? Oh,
3: it's, you first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird to be honest because obviously, you know, you've, you've got like the nerves of the play. Mm.
2: Um
3: but I, I actually find it a lot easier performing in front of loads of people than mm. less people. Because, mm. um, you know, obviously not, not like Beasel's, like Related, really, so this is just like...
2: Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: actor, actor. I'm, I'm yeah. like
3: a, a guitarist as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like I've, I've, you know, like played like a festival where there's been like a few hundred people there. Uh, but then I've also like played in the pub where there's about five people there. And you think, oh, you know, we're only playing in front of five people. But it's 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 intimidating, it's, it's, it's intimidating and it's yeah it's, it's weird and obviously the hope street theatre is only you know as you said like a small intimate theatre mm. probably all about 100 people would you say yeah M- i think it's like less, 100 people 100 people yeah. um whereas like i've like i've never performed here but you know I've, I've been on like the empire stage uh and there's i think there's like 1300 seats or something and yeah. i think do you know what i think performing here it would be a lot easier actually yeah in front of more people. Yeah,
0: I think, uh, I think as well, you're, you're very used to kind of the, the gig kind of crowd, yeah. like actually seeing people, because I think it's one thing like being on a stage and having the lights beaming down on you,
2: well,
3: yeah, and another today, thing being
0: in a room yeah. with all these people just well, today, staring at you like
3: today it's
1: such a weird thing to be like a performer in general because you're like so on display all the time, you know, which I guess works for you Mark, kind of going into John, him always having to have been on display, right, that idea that oh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Always with people, so I guess that works. um Yeah, and and I I totally feel you. I would rather perform to millions of people rather than like two or three. You know, I I, I can't
3: do it. that. Definitely it freaks you know. me
2: out it's so intense, isn't it? You
3: just get the adrenaline as well. You know, when there's like loads of people, it's like that. That's like my thing. You know, I'll I'll sort of like feed off my adrenaline. It's like once that like kicks in, it's just like oh yeah, you know, and everything's possible. Mm-hmm. When uh, when it's not there, that's when I start like getting nervous. And I'm like oh, you know, <laughs> panicking and yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, the the real Mark will come out, get all nervous, you know, John will oh, leave.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, but you can improv it, it's okay. Um yeah, definitely. Um, so I guess uh, it's kind of a two part question for both of you, but what has been your favorite thing in terms of like portraying John and Cynthia? Like what has been the best thing that you've gotten out of it so far?
3: Well you go
0: first. Me. You go first. Yeah, oh, this <laughs> Well, I'd say <laughs> okay two things Mm -hmm. I found playing Cynthia very rewarding out of the sense that like it's just the the kind of emotional journey and stuff that I like it's just made me respect her even more and like her even more as a person and yeah she was so great and yeah I think it's it's really helped me like throughout rehearsals when I have been researching and stuff it's just yeah, the 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 more I learnt about her, the more I liked her, <laughs> and yeah, I think it's that's one of the my favourite things about the show now is that I've I've been able to find out about an actual person who lived, who who was absolutely lovely, and yeah, like just yeah, it was just so nice to actually yeah find out about someone like that and yeah. see it from an actual human perspective rather than a character perspective, which is yeah. really lovely. Definitely. and then the second part. I'd say, is the cast, and everyone, because <laughs> yeah, we all get
2: cast. on so well. It's just, oh, I know yeah. we've seen
3: that, but we all do. Like, we've okay, all had yeah, such a Okay, yeah, mine movies. sends it to a two-part set out, because my, mine is like, just everyone. I think the one for me is, uh, is John's sarcasm,
1: because... Mm. Oh, my God, the, the my favourite.
3: We just have this something about him where it's like, you know, most, most people would, like, insult somebody, and, you know, they you know they get punched or something. But mm. the way John did it, it's like people loved him for it. Mm. And it's like when you know when when I'm acting, it's you know where uh, you know like one of the scenes, you know where Paul will say, "Oh, that's my like my guitar." And he's like, you know, get lost, you cheeky swine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out, get out of it. You know, he of thing. He's he very he was like quick witted yeah. uh, and he's very like sarcastic as well. And I, th- I think I enjoy doing that. Um, it's like it's when we do this... the
0: improv sessions and then you just come out with something that's very john and we're like we're oh
2: keeping god. that
3: yeah, we're awesome we're doing
1: i doing love that
3: like, <laughs> something that like that's really like, that's, that's keep it keep <laughs> that and i'm like why what it do i'm just i'm just being there i, I haven't done anything specific yeah <laughs> but, oh my uh,
1: goodness that's amazing yeah that those improv sessions must be hilarious oh my god i can just imagine <laughs> yeah I think that's I I guess like a personal thing for me I think that's why John's always been my favorite Beatle you know throughout the crazy life that he had and you know there was highs and there was definitely lows I think his humor was I think the one constant that he always just like had with him and I think
3: that's
1: yeah definitely that that's sort of the reason I think he's always going to be my favorite you know um although you know I, I think I've kind of started to gravitate towards Paul in terms of songwriting a lot of the times. Because I I love John's songs and they're always going to be my favorite. But something about Paul's, I'm like really digging deep into it. And I'm like, it's so good too, you know. Um, And they're all good. They're all good. I mean, they're the Beatles, you know. (laughs) But um, yeah. So I guess uh, two more questions I have, two final questions. Um, What is the one thing, or I guess... Some things that you want people to really take away from this show, in terms of Cynthia and John, or I guess just in general.
3: Um, I'd I'd probably say, um, just why why John is the way he is, because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people sort of just think, oh, you know, John Lennon was this, you know, he was that, you know, he'd done this and he'd done that. But then when you actually like look into it, you know, he, he hasn't had it easy. Obviously, you know, his his dad, you know, his dad left him, his mum died, you know, his best mate died. And, you know, it's he, he really hasn't had it easy. And, you know, obviously there's there's no excuse for some of the things that he's done. Mm-hmm. But I want people to sort of watch this and think, Do you know what, this is John's backstory and this is maybe why, you know, he's he he's the way, the way he is. And yeah. I think I want people to, you know, obviously go away and just just understand, mm-hmm. you know, like like the meaning of it. What about
2: you? Yeah,
0: and I think the thing is, to me, is I just I just want so many more people to know about Cynthia and how
2: she's
0: a crutch to John, and throughout all those times, like it's like that saying behind every great man, there's there's a great woman, you know. Definitely. Um, And I think that's something that Cynthia, yeah, really needs to be recognised for and yeah, yeah, be praised for. yeah, I just really wish that she was
1: still around. That oh. Could, you know, oh, I do too. Oh my gosh. I, I wish she was still here. It, oh my God. Like I couldn't, I remember the day I found out that, you know, she passed oh. away. I was in class, so that didn't help, you know, because I had to be like, oh, you know, because it was on Twitter and everywhere, you know. Um, And also, I mean, that's another thing, right? The idea that the tagline was like, Cynthia Lennon, ex fetal wife dies, you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, she wasn't just Cynthia Powell. It was like... Definitely. Definitely. Which I think, I think also this play, even though it is about, you know, her and John, you know, you're portraying these, this couple and that's kind of what it's about. I think it's also just interesting to figure out like Cynthia, the person, you know what I mean? Like Cynthia, the artist, because if, if those of you who don't know her and John met at art college and she was going to be a, she was going to be like a graphic artist. She wanted to be an art teacher, you know? So she had this like full life, um, really before meeting John in a way. Um, but, you know, her life got fuller as well when they had Julian and all that. So um, I, don't, I don't like to discredit that, but I think it's, it's great that there's plays like this and, and, you know, like, because we're finally understanding that she was an incredible human being. And, you know, it's no wonder John fell in love with her. You know, I always say that, definitely, which is like the best thing about it all. Great
2: qualities to her. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. she did.
0: Not, Like, a lot of people, that's one thing. Another thing. Yeah, Um, but um, I probably say as well is like the amount of times that people were like, "Oh, she's you know she she's kind of a bit of a pushover. She lets Mm -hmm. these things happen to her and stuff like that." I'm like, "Well, you know, without without her, (laughs) (laughs) yes, you know, she went through a lot, yeah. But she, yeah, she was such a significant part, yeah, and as her own being as well. The amount of stuff that she went through that was you know, in her life, and she came out the other side, such a strong, independent kind of woman who yeah. also cared for her son so much, like, as well with Julian, with, with Julian becoming such a big, big part of her life as well, you know, it just, it shows how admirable she was as, you know, that motherly figure throughout the whole definitely.
1: Definitely. I think that's, you know, like, I think, like you said, without her, I think John would have gone even more crazy. You know, I've oh, always yeah. said that, like, because he would have been alone.
3: Reason, doesn't mm. it? Maybe if he'd never met her, you know, he might have joined the Beatles, because, like, literally anything, everything's, mm. you know, fallen into place perfectly, has not it? But... You just never know without say, uh, influence with John. Yeah.
1: And like, I don't know, it's sort of like an unpopular opinion, but I, I even without Julian and the whole pregnancy thing, I think they still would have gotten married. Like, I've always believed that. I think it would have happened well, maybe, maybe a little not- later. But, I, you know.
0: I think they were madly in love. And I think that was one of them things that, like, Obviously, I felt like Julian kind of sped up that form. Yeah,
1: definitely, yeah. (laughs) Well, I
0: felt, yeah, I I totally agree with you. I think they would have eventually got married, hopefully, like, you know, if it wasn't, you know, if it stayed.
1: Yeah, and the the ironic thing, the funny thing, I always go back to that when people are like, oh, no, that couldn't have happened. Like, you know, it had to have been Julian. I always think of the fact that, I don't know if you read, you probably read it in her book, but the fact that John actually proposed in Hamburg, you know, for crying out loud. So it's the funny thing is he already did it. She just said no.
0: yeah 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 and she was like oh we're not <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're not so young people, yeah right? yeah literally
1: we have our whole lives ahead of us um yeah. But yeah oh my gosh okay so i guess some beetle rapid fire questions just in general Ooh, um okay, okay. <laughs> okay. which i like i like to do with all my viewers because you know we're talking about the women of the Beatles, but at the end of the day it is still you know a podcast about the Beatles in general so who is your favorite beetle and why both of you <laughs>
3: Oh. I mean, it goes without saying for me, John, and it's just yeah. because I can release quite quite yeah. a bit to him. Not not any like the bad stuff, but just I think just as persona, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we are quite similar. And, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm a bit like witty and you know sarcastic sometimes, and a bit a bit stupid as well. Yeah, de- definitely, John. I'd say I'm
0: an imposter. Imposter, Paul. <laughs> wow, okay, I kinda I figure right. though right, because. <laughs> It, it, it goes to and I agree with you the, the songwriting the songwriting is so oh is is amazing and oh, I think God, as yeah, well I mean, there's one thing that sticks out to me when when um when John and Cynthia broke up and the fact that he became such a uh, like you know with Julia and like the whole yeah. like dynamic between them two, Uncle Paul and stuff oh. like that. <laughs> and yeah. they broke up and he, he wrote the song you know hey hey jules and then it became hey jude i was like oh yeah like like i i knew that song was so you know famous and stuff for so long and i didn't know the true meaning behind it and when when it like he even said it himself paul's even said it himself he was like yeah, I wrote this in the motion of their, their breakup. I was like, oh, yes. that's so sweet. So yeah. I know. Oh, it, oh, sorry. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. Going off
1: of that, it's so funny how Paul was such like, loved John and Cynthia together so much. I always remember that because he was like such a fangirl for them, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think it's maybe Paul really valued like the family life, you know, seeing as how he was with Linda and like their own kids, you know, I think he really like valued that. And, and you know, just seeing a poor little boy you know, who's only, like, five, you know, his parents divorcing, it's, you know, just kills anybody, so I definitely love that about him, and also, side note, and I keep going off track, but that's what I do, um, (laughs) yeah, just the idea that Julian inspired so many Beatles songs, and yet, like, no one talks about it, it's, like, so interesting to me,
2: yes, Yes.
0: I, I agree with that, like, like so much,
1: you know, um, which, you know, it's, like, crazy, because I'm, like, you know, you got Hey Jude, you got, uh, lucy in the sky with diamonds you got good night like there's so many of them you know um but it's amazing
0: there's been so many lyrics that have been like wait is this about these guys are right, you know, right, like, definitely,
1: that. definitely. You
0: can I love definitely it. See a reflection in there. <laughs> definitely,
1: and also, like, funny thing I like found online was the fact that. Um, John wrote the lyrics to a hard day's night on the back of Julian's like little like one-year-old uh Chris or not Christmas but like birthday card for his like birthday which was I'll have to send it to you guys because it's so it's so amazing you know yeah because it was like his one year old birthday card thing that he got and it just John wrote it on the back of it which is like so amazing definitely yeah and it just shows like what a what a family man he was I guess deep down um (laughs) but yeah um okay favorite Beatles album
3: Oh, probably, um, probably Beatles for Sale. oh
1: interesting. That does not get mentioned ever. (laughs) So I love that.
3: Beatles for Sale.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh! I love that.
3: Well,
0: yeah. I was gonna say, please, please me. No,
3: I'm gonna. You're gonna stick with that one. Yeah.
0: Final answer.
3: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure. I'd say Beatles for Sale, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, that's great because no one likes that album. So I'm like, so, yeah, it's like very unpopular. Very unpopular. Okay. Yeah, oh. I remember I was talking with another fan and they were like, oh, Beatles for Sale is like the worst. Blah, 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 and I'm like, oh, huh? Hey. No. Yeah, it's like the most unpopular one. So I'm props to you because I love that album. So oh. there you go. Yeah.
2: Definitely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Mine's
2: Please Please Me. Oh, I good. love it. I love it. it classic.
0: It's what it I stuck with. Yeah. Please it's Please a... Me brilliant. It's
1: such a classic. Love classic. It. Love it. Um, Favourite Beatles
0: song? In general? <gasps> oh, we did this on the page.
3: Um, see, because I, like, I just love all of them. But I, uh, what was my mind was... Um, I should have known better, isn't it? It was either I should have known better or um, We Can Work It Out. Yeah definitely one of those
2: two good
1: ones two really good ones yeah
0: (laughs) so my two because i can't pick yeah so the one i said on our on our page which was here comes Comes the the sun sun. because it is a classic and then the other one is blackbird because blackbird i love blackbird like i want to eventually get a tattoo me too
1: me too (gasps) that's what i want to get so bad yeah
2: yes Yes!
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah I want it so bad. Oh my gosh. Where, where do you want it's to get so it? Good. I am mean, this is kind of getting personal, it's but like,
1: good. where do you want to get it? Is Do you want it like here or on your like hand? Where, where like,
0: you- like kind of like on my arm somewhere, like on the inside of my okay. arm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. Like do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Somewhere I kind of want to do it like here-ish, uh, but like I it, I know it's going to hurt because it's like right near the bone. So I'm like, maybe not.
2: <laughs> maybe. Oh, I yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah, you
1: should. we'll see, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, obviously, I guess you're biased, Jesse, but do you have like a favorite Beatles wife or like a favorite Beatles girl that's like been in their history besides maybe?
3: I mean, it's either Sin or Yoko, <laughs> <laughs> it's just... obvious
1: obviously, Cynthia. Sin. Love Sin,
0: love oh, sin. Yeah. Yeah. through and through. Definitely, Always.
1: definitely. I mean, Mark. Do you have a favorite? Uh, you're biased, but I mean, do you oh. know any of the other ladies? Do you like any of them?
3: Oh, see, now obviously, you know, John, John was a bit of a place, so I could go like say like Astrid now or like <laughs> Right, yeah, right. I I'll definitely say Cynthia. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Say <laughs> yeah definitely. definitely She's answered the question.
1: You, know. <laughs> you know, I I will say I. I haven't I have my Yoko episode coming out and it is it is interesting to kind of because I I, I I like to keep it positive on the podcast as much as possible so I've always been about like kind of showing their strengths um and it is I, I do find her art very fascinating in a lot of ways yeah. I always say I think she was a lot better before she met John but that's just because <laughs> you know I think I think her and John just were annoying after a while in terms of yeah. yeah they couldn't separate i think is what made it annoying but yeah. um yeah no but i mean definitely i think you know the strengths all of them have and whatnot mm-hmm. um so i guess okay next Beatle question uh mm-hmm. do you have a favorite era in particular the early years the
3: later years i'd definitely say 64.
0: oh that's my yeah, favorite yeah, too early yeah. years, early Six, years. hands down hands
3: down 64.
0: great music
2: Love vibes. Oh, it's great! It's yeah. such a great era. 64,
3: definitely.
1: Okay, awesome. Yeah, I I love that. That's probably my favorite Beatle era too, just because it's awesome.
2: sort of like, nice. it's, it's the <laughs> hard
1: days night era. You know, it's like the fun era where they were in this crazy like. That's
3: like, like really about like the peak, wasn't it? That's when they were just yeah,
1: yeah. they were like everything at that time. Okay. uh Do you have a favorite Beatle movie? Have you seen any of them? <laughs>
2: Oh, we, now, were gonna do, we were actually going
3: to watch uh, either what one. Well, there's there's a few of them, but I actually recall having a Hard Day's Night and Help on DVD, but unfortunately I can't find them. But mm. uh, oh. my, my favorite Beatles film is definitely Hard Day's Night. It? Definitely, yeah. It's just it just shows what they were like. See, I've never seen them. Really
0: oh. oh, fun <laughs> fact, Mike, our director was sat. In the premiere of that, oh,
2: really?
0: Yeah, two. I think it was like two rows behind the Beatles, or something. Yeah, it told me that the other what? day. I was like, I casually bring that into conversation. Oh my
1: again. god, that's How incredible. Hard
0: it to have a time machine oh and go back to his era.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I I have always wanted to time travel, and definitely to the sixties, just to watch a Beatles show. Even if I can't hear it, I still want to watch it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I think it's—I don't know—just being a fan then must have been so exciting, you know, because you—they were yeah, you
3: know, alive, was you, wasn't yeah. it? You know, it's obviously like you know nowadays, you know, you wouldn't have people scream as much as what they did with the Beatles, but you know, this this was like new, wasn't it? You know, nobody's ever sort of seen. Mm. I mean, obviously, you know, you, you had like a few sorts it's like big big artists, but uh, now I, I think it's just the energy on stage and the fact that obviously there was like four of them as well, and you know, they're all obviously like good-looking lads and they were all just going crazy for them, so. (laughs) There
0: was some sort of respect with, like, like, you know, I'm not saying Beatles fans aren't respectable now, I just mean, like, you know, the whole kind of era of fans those days, like, especially with the Beatles, when it was just such a different time, when Mm. people would come to concerts and there weren't any phones or anything, so they just enjoyed the moment. Definitely. And,
2: uh, definitely.
3: It's a it nowadays, and people have just they're got like, the like but <laughs> Yeah. It really, it really was just,
1: yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah. I've been able to read a lot of um, sort of like Beatle fan memoirs, kind of like people that have written like their experiences of like meeting the Beatles or like going to see their concert. And it's just so interesting because they're like, you know, we didn't have phones then, so, you know, we had to just look up, and I took a picture with my camera, and, you know, I got them in the frame, and it was great, you know. Um, and a lot of the times, the funny thing is, is these fans would try to, like, sneak into their hotel room and try to, like, you know, meet them and whatnot. <laughs> yeah.
3: And well, it, so, yeah. It. Oh, what's it on? It's, like, actually, it might have been on a hard day, so, like, you know, like, one of the fans I think, literally climbed up, up, like, a building, like, get into like, the hotel room it was so <laughs> ridiculous. It
1: it's yeah there's a funny movie i you guys should watch it i don't know if you have it's it's an american movie it was made in the 70s so kind of like a little after they broke up so it was still pretty That's relevant it's called i want to hold your hand it's hilarious really? hilarious <laughs> And it's the, it's the same guy that did uh the back to the future movie so it's it's uh, sort of in that style
2: <laughs>
1: so it's sort of in that style it's hilarious it's about like these four beetle fans that are trying to like meet them and it's just so much like hilarious because like chaos ensues and you know it's amazing. So I definitely recommend that one. Yes, right <laughs> but. I wanted to thank you both so much for talking to me today.
3: Oh, thank
0: you for that. us. It's been so
1: fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I literally, because I was like, oh my God, I need to talk to Jesse and Mark as soon as possible because, you know, the show's going to be happening soon and I just wanted people yeah. to, like, In a week
2: it. and a bit.
1: Yeah. When's the actual <laughs> premiere date again? Is it the 6th or when uh, It's
0: gonna... the 8th. 8th to the eighth. 14th. 8th to November the 14th. At Hope Street Theatre in Liverpool. So if any... Any local listeners who are
2: about, <laughs> please feel
3: come free to see the play. Yeah. Come
0: down to the, the show yeah. yeah go
1: see it go see john and cynthia's story in particular cynthia's um and go watch these two amazing human beings because they are just so lovely to meet, and i'm Aww. so happy i've been able to meet you guys <laughs> um and also just like thank you to mike i i mean i don't know if he's gonna listen to this but thanks mike for yeah, no, yeah, no. <laughs> thank you mike for seriously bringing her story to light because you know i think it's, it's time. It's time that we make Cynthia Lennon, you know, a name, a household name, definitely. Um, but good luck, you guys. Um, I can't wait to see, like, pictures of, you know, backstage fun and all that on the page. They, so, yeah, um, this girl has a Instagram page if you all want to follow it as well to kind of catch up on what the cast is doing and, you know, and, and more information. Um, but, yeah, again, if you're in Liverpool, go watch it at the Hope Street Theatre in November. Um, and thank you so much for being on the show. I really oh, appreciate it. Thank
3: you. See you later. See ya.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.